0: Hello and welcome to the Eclipse Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Savannah Rose Johnson. I truly appreciate you joining me today and for all of your warm regards and wishes and words of comfort, everything. um, This is why I ended my engagement part two, part one. I wasn't really expecting to just be a part one, but it needed to be a part one just because as I've had more time to just process and move through my life. Just this breakup has been such an interesting, unexpected experience. And so I just hope that my candor is able to help anyone who's in a similar position. And you might hear the meows of my new kitten, (laughs) Lucy. Um, It's interesting. That's one of the reasons why it took me so long to post my first part one, which I recorded a month ago. Because um, pretty much as soon as I was done recording that episode, Lucy came into my life. Um, I was not expecting to adopt another kitty, um, but my neighbors found her and, well, and she was <laughs> needing some medical attention. Um, if you are tuning in virtually, she <laughs> she's not having it right now. Um, she's missing an eye and... Um, she had like a, a few other ailments when I uh, when she was found, so she's now mine. I um, took her to the vet, got her everything she needed, have been giving her treatments, medicine, everything. So she's doing a lot better, as you can tell. She's very feisty. She has that little squeaky meow. Um, but yes, she's gotten so much bigger. She's about two months old now give or take. Actually, wait, no. I was, she was four weeks when I found her on November 14th. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. She's two months old now. Um, so, anyways. Okay, I'll put you down. There you go. Um. Anyway, so my life has been very occupied with Lucy, which has been honestly such a blessing, such a gift. She keeps me busy. <laughs> she's such a sweet little kitty. Very feisty, though. Um. She gets along great with my dog, who's in here with me as well. <laughs> it's so cute, their little friendship. Um, but, yeah, so, anyways, that's that's one of the reasons why I took so long to release my first episode and do this second episode, and I realized another reason why I was taking so long to, well, a couple of reasons why I was taking so long to release, um, and just was resisting Putting this information out there was, um, was out of fear and out of shame, just to be honest. Um, fear, because of just backlash that I might face from my ex, um, even though I haven't heard from him since he moved out, um, thankfully, um, there's still just this fear that something might happen and that's one of the things I'm having to sit with and work through with my therapist um, because the breakup was so volatile um, i've just had this fear of like well, what if he has another episode of anger or like what if he like changes his mind about like not wanting to be in contact or or whatever the case may be or what if he wants to come get the stuff he left in the garage or whatever it might be, just having this fear of like anything could happen. And so just trying not to stir the pot or wake the beast or whatever it is, just trying to get my sense of peace back. Um, But in realizing that, um, how much that fear was still controlling me from speaking my truth and for just taking up space, um, I realized he still had power over me. And so I can't control what he does or says. And if anything happens, like, you know, I'll face that. If it, if and when it comes, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Um, I have great support in my community and with my family and friends. So I'm not concerned for like my safety necessarily. Um, but just with how, um, again, volatile is the best word I can use because that's honestly just how it felt because of just how things changed on an hourly basis and, and just the anger he was feeling towards me and, um, and a lot of the just delusions or assumptions he was making, um, about what I was how I was spending my time, like, or who I was with, it just really, um, that's one of the things that just contributed to my fear was, like, it could just be unwarranted, um, I would still have to face it, but it could have just be going off of, like, a a delusion of some kind, so, um, that's just the honest truth behind that, but I just, again, just didn't want to have him have any power over me anymore, um, because this isn't, like, for me to trash talk him, it's, like, I really don't have a lot of ill feelings towards him anymore, I still have some anger when it comes down to, um, just some of the ways that, like, I'm still having to, like, clean up his mess, honestly, like, whether it's, like, just get rid of the junk in my garage, or rebalance my finances, or whatever the case may be, all that stuff is temporary, so, like, in the grand scheme of things it's not a huge deal um i'll be able to get through it just fine and i am getting through it so um it's just more like annoying because i just don't want to spend any more of my energy or time on anything having to do with this man um but that's kind of where i'm i'm feeling my own anger still that's that's where i've been in this process of grief is i mean i also have moments when i feel sad especially like just around the holiday stuff because this time last year on the holidays, things were going fairly well. And I was traveling to his hometown and whatnot, as I mentioned in my first uh, part of this series. Um, So yeah, just kind of reminiscing on like the the times that were good. um, But I'm just so quickly reminded of like how it might have had an illusion of being good or like okay. Um, but that there was still truths being hidden from me or kept from me or just hurtful things that were coming around the corner, um, that I feel like kind of cancel out the good stuff in some ways. Um, and that's like where some of my anger also is sitting or resting. Um, right now it's just, feeling almost angry at myself for allowing this cycle of just up and down, up and down, up and down to have been such a part of my life, if not like just how I revolve my life for some time, just because it was so emotionally um, taxing or just mentally confusing, um, just to be real. Um, like when I would say one thing and some, the opposite would happen, or Sterling, please don't lick right now, thank you, sorry, my dog was going to town on his butt, and I don't need to hear that right now, neither do you, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just the, the mental confusion of, like, oh, if I set this boundary, like, is it going to be intentionally violated, or, like, and just just the confusion that came with, especially the the later months of our relationship. Um, and just all this anger that I just felt when like the other shoe hit the ground essentially and just all this truth started coming out about just how all this time and energy and money and effort and emotion and love like that I poured into this relationship, it just felt like it was seemingly back to square one and then I was dealing with the same problems that I thought we had worked through a year ago, two years ago. And just feeling mad at myself for even giving him second, third, fourth, fifth chances, you know, it's like, I feel like that was ultimately disrespectful of myself to continue to believe in a relationship that just... I was, I was, it seemed like I was the only one that wanted it to work. Um, And I know he did love me in his own way. I know he did want it to work in his own ways, but I just don't think he knew how. And, and that's, you know, that is what it is. Um, But at the same time, I think he also knew what not to do. And the fact that he kept choosing those things that like I would blatantly express would be hurtful to me. Um. that's why I just, I just can't, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I still don't get it. And so just feeling, Sterling, just feeling so, good boy, angry about like how I just didn't advocate for myself enough or stand up for myself or just that I tolerated or even just believed apologies or believed that things would change And even if they did change for a day or two or a month or two, like not acknowledging or just being in denial or even just avoiding like the fact that they would fall back into how they were. And I I feel like on an intuitive level, I knew that things were not okay, And that's why I had this pervasive, just intense fight or flight anxiety at times where just my whole body would feel like it was in knots and I would be sweating and just cold and nauseous and just not, just not okay. I would just not be okay. And how I lived with that feeling so much and for so long and so frequently um, and how I would express that and, it would be invalidated, um, or turned back on me. Um, that's what I'm still angry about. Just not even so much like what his behavior was. Cause like, I know it was coming from his own place of just not being healed or just, you know, whatever, but like, just my intuition was talking to me. It was, it knew what was up. It knew that I wasn't okay. I knew what I needed, what I didn't need. And I just didn't honor it. Like I chose this person over myself. And just allowed this person's behavior to define my sense of self-worth, my attractiveness, my value. Um. And just allowed myself to just fall into this really dark place of just hating myself and hating what I looked like and thinking that like, oh, well, maybe if I looked this way, then he wouldn't have to do this stuff. Or maybe if I like got this procedure, then he wouldn't feel like he had to. Do these things. And really just what it boiled down to is like, what do I have to do to not be hurt anymore by this person? And that's really sad for me to even say because I didn't, I didn't deserve to be hurt like that to begin with. It wasn't anything that I was doing or not doing and that's just i just hope anyone who's listening to this can understand that like if you're at that place like to really really take a step back and (laughs) lucy to really take a step back and like ask yourself if this is how you felt before you were in this relationship because i remember before i was with him like things weren't great like, I was still working on myself, um, but I wasn't bothered by, like, some of the things that I was bothered with in our relationship. Like, I didn't care if he talked to other women, or I didn't care. Like, I didn't get jealous. Like, I just, I was like, okay, like, I was indifferent, or I would even, like, make jokes about it. Like, but then, like, it came to this place of me just having this crippling, horrific anxiety and depression because I just felt so hurt and confused and just, um, just shattered. I'm, I don't know if you can hear. Oh my goodness. She is so fierce. She is wound up. She's, she's, I'm grateful that Lucy is healed up, but she's also at that like kitten stage of like being a full blown, like neurotic <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Um anyways, so yeah, she's she's on one right now. Um anyways, so yeah, just just like normalizing like upset and like carrying a lot of shame for normalizing feeling so terrible um in this relationship and still giving this person my my unconditional love and towards the end like I think I was just so it was like, you know, like when you see those like dogs that have been like beat and of course they get vicious because they're like, just stay away from me. Like, I'm going to bite you if you come near me. That's where that's where I was at at the end of our relationship. Like I, I don't feel proud of like how like vicious I became at some moments because I was just so exhausted and so hurt and angry that just I felt like I had to lash out and Once a lot of things came to light, and I was really validated in all the fear that I had been feeling, um, I was just like erupting, just erupting with just this anger that I feel like I had to override or suppress because I was afraid if I did enforce a boundary, in our relationship that I would lose his love or he would do some like, you know, I just, that's the codependent part of me that just was afraid to stand my ground because I couldn't tolerate like potentially losing him. And it's interesting looking back. That's like, that's exactly how like we lost each other was by not doing like the actual hard stuff to keep one another not saying that I would change anything like I don't think we're meant to be together which is fine um and I want nothing but the best for him like I really do um at the same time I'm just I'm just working through this shame of like how did I get to that place of just being so unwell and so just unrecognizable to myself um, when it came down to just the the just the turmoil that I was experiencing internally by just trying to grit my teeth and, and move to the next phase because just hoping that like the stuff really was in the past but the behaviors would just keep showing up and I just was feeling insane I was just feeling crazy like what is happening like why do I still have to keep saying this stuff like why do I still have to keep asking this of this person and it just made me feel absolutely insane and like I was asking too much and realizing that like I really wasn't and and if it was too much for him that's fine he can he can go find less you know (laughs) um that's fine um because i know like i'm not for everyone and i'm not trying to be for everyone i'm trying to be myself and the right person will appreciate that um and will happily embrace it um yeah so that's just that's the reality of where i'm at right now it's just it has not been pretty i've just been feeling so much Anger, and one of my friends is asking me because I, I also feel like there's this pressure, like just to from other people, like just let it go, like to let him have that power over you anymore. Like the anger is just weighing you down. Which I I hear that, I get that, but also I'm like, just let me be mad. <laughs> just let me be mad. Like I feel like I need that right now. I, it's an advocate emotion, and it's coming up for me not just in this relationship, but just with anyone who's testing my boundaries right now because. I mean, I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but it's like once word got out that I was single, and like, and like, I mean, I kept it pretty, pretty low key. Like, I'm this is what month two that he's moved out, month three and a half that we've been broken up, and I'm just now like publicly kind like talking about it. Um, yeah, but word, I mean, word got out that I was single, and it's just like, just all the guys that have been coming my way like at first I was like kind of flattered it kind of gave me what I needed at that time because just having been feeling so rejected and um in the relationship I was like oh wow I'm not hideous I'm not ugly like I'm not like undesirable like here are all these people that like find me attractive and want to be with me and want to give me all these things that like I've been asking for that have been just feeling impossible. Like that was really validating, but also I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. I'm not ready to receive that. I also know that like I'm not my best self right now. And anyone that I attract right now is not going to be the right person for me because I'm not on the vibrational wavelength that I want to be on. And I'm not going to meet my equal until I feel like I'm restored and back to my best self again. So that's just where I'm at with that, but, um, but yeah. So I mean, again, it, it was flattering, and then I do care about a lot of these people who have been coming my way, and and I know a lot of them like are great people, um, but I've just had to be so, so, almost exhaustingly and forceful. Is that a word? I've had to really maintain my conviction (laughs) about that. I've had to really maintain my conviction on just that. I don't want to be with anyone right now. And just because like, I mean, I'm just exhausted and I'm still trying to get back to myself. I'm still trying to heal. I I enjoy spending time with people, but I I have nothing, nothing to give anyone except for this little kitten and all my other fur babies. Like that is enough. (laughs) Um, I just, I can't give my heart to anyone right now because I'm, I'm just trying to give it to myself and just trying to heal and reclaim my sense of self and just really get to know myself and what I've lost, but also just allow myself to just grow as well and become even better than how I was before I even went into this relationship. Like just trying to see what I've gone through as fertile ground for me to, just manifest and cultivate this new chapter of my life and of myself. And that's what I'm just so focused on right now and excited about. Oops. Oh, my kitten fell into the trash can. What are you doing in this? Okay. Where did she go? There you are. Come here. You little rascal. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. See, I don't have time for boys. I have this kitten who falls into trash cans. And you're so crazy. Um, but yeah, so, um, but all that being said, and, and also too, like, I just want to be very focused on my codependent recovery and not just jump into something with someone else because like I can tell there's stuff about myself that I just, I need to understand better so I can be more conscious in the next relationship and whoever I'm meant to be with, I want to show up to that, not perfect. I'm not expecting that by any means, but just healed and not acting out of this place of unconscious, codependent behaviors and patterns out of survival mode, essentially. Like, I want to be able to set boundaries, enforce boundaries, and be okay with myself and be okay with being by myself so that way I don't have to accept the bare minimum or accept breadcrumbs or give in to love bombing just because I want to feel good and feel validated. I want to be with someone who actually is on my level and can provide what it is that I need and want and also who can receive what I have to give. I mean, that's, that's literally it. And that's not where I'm at right now. That's okay. I identify that, you know, when the time comes, whenever that is, cool. Um, But I'm not, that's not what I want right now. I am just enjoying my nights out with my girlfriends, my days with my family, my home being just me and my fur babies. That's just been so, so great. Just really revamping my career right now and and just reclaiming what I want that to look like as well um, and redefining that as I've kind of simultaneously been just in this parallel process of grieving and processing the the trauma and the difficult things that I experienced in my previous workplace before I went independent um, how that's it's coming up. Or it's one year since I decided to leave, essentially, um, that toxic environment. And, oh, my gosh, I feel like I have not been able to catch my breath because it was all this drama with my work. And then I left my work. And then it was all this drama with someone in my family. So I had to kind of just cut ties with that person for right now and grieve that. And then it was just like, bam everything happened with my ex and so I'm just like oh oh my god I can't take any more of this I'm so tired oh my gosh I laugh it's like you either laugh or you cry and that's just kind of the point where I'm at where I'm like I just have to laugh it off at this point and be like okay god like I'm I'm just trusting in the fact that I, I know I'm being planted it's very dark it's very unclear um, that means I'm a seed. So um, that's just where I'm at right now. Just my whole life is shifting and changing and doing a 180. Um, and I'm grateful for all of it. I know and I trust that it's leading me to where I need to be and where I'm gonna be the happiest and be with people who are on my same wavelength. I trust that, but I'm not gonna lie. I still have a lot of moments when I'm I'm just sad and when I'm angry, And when I'm confused still and um, I just try to hold space for those feelings as much as I can and not be upset with myself for still feeling that way. Because it really hasn't been that long. It's only been a few months, um, just two months since he moved out. That's in the grand scheme of things really not that long, Um, especially like just talking in terms of trauma, like my body is still not fully okay like if I hear a noise at night I still have that instinctual is he showing up like oh crap like what am I gonna do like I still have that just hyper vigilant reaction um and just trying to be well, wow, this fierce little kitten just trying to be <laughs> gentle on myself um As those things still happen, because as much as I would just love to snap my fingers and not ever think of it or deal with it ever again, like, that's not the reality. And then wishing for that is a form of resistance. Um, So just trying to really take it a day at a time and learn what I can from this process. And I'm just so grateful for this platform again, and for all of you who tune in and listen to me and, and support me on this journey. I just hope that you whatever it is that you're going through, whether it's a breakup or leaving a job or whatever it is, if there's any grief that you're experiencing that you remember not to put a timeline on it. And if there is still something that's weighing on you, that embracing it is actually the fastest way to move through it and release it. Um, Because if we try to just push it away or just be done with it or just let it go, sometimes that's just that's we actually hold on to it um we're actually resisting like what it's trying to teach us um believe me easier said than done because just sitting with anger sometimes is so hard for me um it's uncomfortable and it's it's painful um but I've just been really trying to tap into my creative outlets whether it's just playing my guitar if I just need to like bang on my guitar and sing at the top of my lungs, like I will do that for a few hours. Um, Or if I just need to occupy my mind with something, I will just read a book. I actually finished a book for the first time in I don't know how long, um, the other day, which made me so happy because I actually had the mental capacity and focus to sit down and read and not have my mind have to be swirling with all these things. that was such a gift and and yeah i'm just really trying to ground myself in the present i do feel like what i'm working through currently is not being too busy because at first i was part of my survival mode was i think i was in flight where i was just i'm gonna go here for the weekend or i'm gonna go stay with this friend or i'm gonna go see my mom or i'm gonna go stay with my dad like i was just ping-ponging all over the place because i just couldn't be at the house because it was just so tumultuous and just tense. Um, and then once he was out of the house, like I had a nice couple of weeks just to like recreate my space and I was shopping and I was redecorating, which was super fun, making the space my own. But then it just turned into um, like me spending a ton of time with friends and being out late and going to all these concerts and doing all these random spontaneous things, which was so, so fun. Like I loved everything that I've done. But also it just wasn't I'm realizing it's just not sustainable because even though like I'm grateful to be meeting all these new people and fostering these relationships with my existing friends, I'm also realizing um, I'm still grieving and I still need to be sad. Sometimes I still need to just feel these feelings as uncomfortable as it is. They're not just gonna go away if I'm at a concert. They're not just gonna go away if I'm doing all these fun things. Like, those things are important for balance. But I'm also realizing, like, just staying busy is also an unhealthy form of coping. It, sometimes it's me avoiding what I'm feeling and trying to convince myself that I'm fine and having the time of my life when I'm like, no, I'm, I'm still going through something and that deserves to be honored. doesn't mean I necessarily have to wallow in it. Um, doesn't mean it has to take up all my space and time, but just allowing myself this, this balance of like maybe one weekend I'll do something fun and maybe the next weekend will be chill or maybe just one day of my weekend I'm doing an an event, not an event every single day. (laughs) So, um, Yeah, that's something I'm working through right now, too, It's just not overloading myself. Um, Even when it's tons of fun, good stuff, there's still such a thing as, like, too much good stuff, so that's something I'm just trying to be aware of, Um, and yeah, so that's where I'm at right now, just trying to release this anger, release this shame, and anything else that's coming up, and just really trying to be intentional with these last few weeks, last couple weeks um, of this year, and trying to be very conscious and intentional about what I want this next year to look like. I've never really been like a New Year's resolution person, um, but there's something that feels really good about this new year, just because 2023, y'all, 2023 kicked my rear end oh my word oh my word oh my gosh no one I there's nothing that anyone could have ever done to prepare me for 2023 this was arguably the like the probably one of the hardest years of my life just back to back to back just hard things um Ultimately, good things. Ultimately, things that need to happen. Necessary. I, again, I know I'm being planted right now. It's all going to turn into good stuff down the road. Um, but shoot. 2024. I just want that to be a nice, soft, creative, fun, transformative year. Um, right. Right, Sterling. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're so good. Oh, my goodness. is puppy. But Yeah. So thank you all for being on this journey with me. It's hard to believe that this podcast is almost a year old. Um, and I appreciate all of your patience as I've been on this hiatus. Um, but I'm excited to just keep tapping more into this platform as the, the months go by. Um, so thank you all for tuning in. Please like subscribe, comment, reach out, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, Either way, I'm, I'm always happy to hear from you. It always makes my day. Um, and I just hope that, again, that my candor and my vulnerability can just help you not feel alone if you're going through something similar. Um, yeah. But with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you again so much for tuning in, for listening, for watching, for just staying in the loop, staying in touch. And I'm sending you all my love. And can't wait for you to tune into my next episode. It's going to be very special. I don't want to ruin the surprise yet, but just keep your eyes on the lookout for my next episode. And with that, I hope you have a great rest of your night. Bye for now.